0: you're listening to errol parker and clancy overall editors of the batuta advocate on desert rock fm welcome back to the batuta advocate radio show the first podcast of 2021 technically i mean we we came out last week with that's what i reckon but that was as you could probably tell at the time something we had recorded months earlier when he was promoting his book but that was in the can and Uh, We're back from holidays now, joined by Errol Parker, editor-at-large. How are you, Errol? Good, mate, and believe it or not, this one is not going out live either, but,
1: you know, that's just the the way that podcasting is these days, you know. I I do feel that the format's been bastardised somewhat, that now that, you know, you can record
0: podcasts and they don't go out live. Mm. Live podcasts are high risk. We'll we'll get there, we'll get there. We've done live shows, which, you know, are also high risk, but... I just feel like, uh, you know, we're putting stuff out on the internet and, and we've got to be careful about what we put out there because, you know, we've, um, we've got a code of conduct, obviously, in Batuta yeah. and uh, we don't want to offend anyone.
1: Especially not Alan Jones.
0: No, nah, you can't say anything nowadays. You've got, to be, you've got to be careful with that. Anyway, I'm dribbling. <laughs> 2021 marks new beginnings for a lot of people. Uh, in Australia, we kind of keep convincing ourselves we've beaten COVID-19 and then, of course, we have minor clusters and we have lockdowns. But 2020 was an interesting year where you know we, we had to come to terms with this new normal and a lot of people had uh, lost a lot. A lot mm. of people lost a lot of last year. A lot of iconic companies, businesses, institutions collapsed because they couldn't handle this new brave world. But one institution that only went from strength to strength was today's guests, the Halo Sport podcast, Tom and Eddie. Thank you for joining us today, gentlemen. Thank you for having us back. Thank you very much Kind words Kind words Big year big And year. correct 2020 yeah, yeah. was no, not incorrect yeah. No
2: definitely correct Are we bigger than ever Absolutely uh, Is it sort of like The universe ever expanding Is it speeding up The universe Or slowing it, down
3: Well the expansion Of the universe is Speeding up much like us Much
1: so, like us. There's a lot of
0: synergy there mm. I yeah. don't want to go Into it too much But no, no, no. there's a lot of synergy yeah, yeah. You, you guys are now at Getting bailed up In the pub Heights
1: Yeah
3: well, it's funny. I was talking about this with my girlfriend the other day. Like, I get bailed fiancé. up every now and then, fiancé, but the person who gets bailed up the most is our lawyer, lawyer of the stars, Isaac Carey. Like, I was going, where's he come from?
0: You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, come from yeah. nowhere. Like, <laughs> More people know him than us. For anyone who's um, not familiar with the universe of the Hallow Sport, this is their lawyer. Isaac Catch Carey, who somehow developed a public profile from being their lawyer, but also was that guy that caught the screamer the one dayer. Yes,
1: yeah, he does have quite an iconic look,
0: though. Isaac Carey does, you know, as the lawyer
1: to the stars of the podcasting Mm. realm. He was a boy, you know. He is from the New South Wales Central West. He did have quite a lock of curly brown hair, you know, quite a boyish charm about him, and now you know he's. More or less, looks like he's the lead singer of REM. No, yeah, I guess quite the, a transformation.
0: The expression is "the top cleared." on yes. Uh, yes. Isaac, yeah, catch Carey. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: And honestly, we get sent photos of God
2: of, of people with Izzy all the time. and It's like, yeah. where are these people?
3: People yeah.
0: ask him
2: for illegal advice
0: now. He's like, yeah, he, I've been yeah. hit up three or four times. He's like, <laughs> What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> no. So this is at the uh, at the centre of your podcast and the institution you've created is these kind of people who I guess you guys refer to as the punters and the dribblers. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit about them? What what they represent in the Australian psyche?
1: Actually, just before we jump into that, what makes a punter and what makes a dribbler? Well, I was talking about this with someone the the other day. Well, listen all punters are dribblers
2: but not all dribblers are punters if that makes sense because punters are also a bit more in the like sort of sports gambling world but basically a bit more it's, considered with their analysis of a game like for example but it's all know? but none of it is based in any sort of place of qualified opinion or authority they're, they're and
3: they're not analysts but they pretend like they are you know yeah. what I mean like yeah, yeah, they're yeah. just a little if you bit, speak about
2: anything with enough confidence then you're gonna seem like you know what you're talking they about. might wear, yeah. like they're like wearing polo shirts. Much like yourself, like myself, Um, you know what I mean. But look, the punter and the dribbler, yeah, it is basically the every man or woman in Australia, sport or not sport, but obviously that's just the pool we swim in. Who you know, so they're they're
0: borderline pundits. They like to well, talk with authority on anything, anything you put in front of them. Very one-eyed. Yeah. Like, the dribbler is seriously one-eyed. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean?
3: Like, he's heard something once, and then that's just what he's Unqualified he opinion, unwavering Unca- bias. Exactly right.
0: The, the dribblers heard a lot about the Swedish model of the pandemic. Like, that's that's something a dribbler talks about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Okay, so yep. it's all about herd immunity. <laughs> yeah, Open yeah. up. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck texting, yeah. fuck <laughs> a lot of it. Yeah. That's yeah. the dribble. Because they heard something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's it. Yeah. And and this government already spends way too much on the old age and disability pensions. So yes. we should yeah, really, exactly. you know. Quarantine taking, the old. Taking the opportunity to perhaps do our shopping at Aldi for a couple of weeks and, you know,
0: hmm. lower our bottom line. Yeah. The punter speaks with a lot of authority, but has his own ideas. And the dribbler kind of runs off what he's heard and he borrows these ideas (laughs) and defends. And misquotes misquotes
2: (laughs) other bits of information like that he's already regurgitating. (laughs) But will also like, you know, share his thoughts probably on Instagram stories and shit. Look, is
3: it a little muddy? Is the definition not exactly black and white? Sure.
2: But we
3: like to swim in the gray. I think
2: everyone's essentially a dribbler, right? (laughs) Something everyone's got something dribbly about
0: them. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Look that's (laughs) it I think we've cleared that up. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Cool. Obviously, having a podcast based around sport, and that's the way it started, but mm. it's kind of descended into kind of soap opera and rom-coms and, and all kinds of things that interest the P&D. What would you find is happening now? You kind of are friends uh, with a lot of athletes who've come on the show. Friend, you've got a lot of friends of the show. Shitloads. But you still hold them to account, you know? In got the it. last few weeks, I imagine... Mitchell Pierce probably wouldn't have enjoyed listening to your show in the last couple of weeks.
2: Look, I don't know whether Mitch has ever enjoyed it. Yeah. Potentially. Mitch, I wouldn't say a friend of the show. Not mm. because we don't hold him in any regard, but more just because Mitch, one of the great dead shits in rugby league. Look, yeah. Have to be said. Mitch...
3: And Mitch knows that he's he's fucked up from time to time. And well, I think,
2: I mean... I he, just, and,
3: look, he didn't win us enough shields. Is probably the long <laughs> and the short of it. Yeah. And, look, yep.
0: we didn't hold back in that regard. Obviously, State of Origin means a great deal to Tom and I. And you're both, you know, that New rare South. breed of Origin fans who, like, think that New South Wales is something to get around. <laughs> yeah. oh, Correct. Well, yeah. Mate, it's it's but,
2: I mean, around. I think, Eddie, you hit on a good point there. If Mitch... Had eight shields to his name. Mate, I, would I would be, I would be like brushing everything that he's ever done. Under I'd the be carpet. like, fucking go away, like yeah, you, leave me alone. leave, leave him. Mitch alone. What's yeah. he done? Get you off his I mean? case. Look at Shane Warne. He can do whatever he yeah, exactly. wants. Exactly. Yeah,
3: yeah. Exactly. That's where you'd take it. But to your earlier point, we've got to we've got to hold the athletes accountable yeah. because otherwise, the punter and the dribbler won't listen. You know what yeah. I mean? We got
0: it. You got to tell it how it is. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know someone like Angus Crichton, good friend of the show, friend of the uh, show, friend of your show. How do you, how do you not cross over? How do you not become too familiar? But too to advocate to actually do this a couple of years ago when all these fucker dribblers in Canberra, all the politicians thought that uh, you know we did a book launch down there and they all came out. And they all, every single one that was looking for a photo op came out. It was pre-Prime Minister Skomo was there and and fucking, who's that little Labor dribbler? Dastiari and and all those blokes were looking for a photo op and all that shit. And then they all thought, you know, they had us in their pocket. And then we actually, we learnt pretty quickly that we had to burn every bridge. Yeah. Because. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah. Yeah, because they just thought, you know. (laughs) And then, you know, it it did get to a point where we'd get an email from staff being like, Oi, that's a bit rough. like. Fuck you, mate. <laughs> yeah. When did we ever say we were friends? Yeah. yeah and I you mean. guys have now got to do that with the athletes, I guess.
2: Well, know. I just think it's more like, if you stick your dick in a glory hole, we're gonna bag you out about it. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna yeah. talk about glory holes yeah. for forty five yeah. minutes.
2: You know yeah. what I mean? You could be our best mate, but if you've done that, mm-hmm. then unfortunately, you know, we are we are beholden to the punter and the dribbler mm. to break it down with the same sort of meticulous analysis you'd see Joey Johns break down a sweeping backline play. That's
3: exactly right. So that's why the glory hole got 45 minutes on a recent
0: podcast. But I think, you know... About, we try no, to
2: have a little bit of fun with it,
3: whether about or not as the
0: athletes... Went about as long as the... Uh- The video of the glory hole went for about 45 minutes as well. Well,
2: that was the abridged version, which I think we're all thankful was the only one passed around because I don't know that anyone needs to see, you know, what I can only assume was like an hour and a half of basically the comeback of the glory hole. But look, yeah, as you said, we're making fun of it, though. Like, we're not sitting there going, this is a bloody disgrace. We're not NRL 360.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What's that big fucking bald-headed there's a lot of the James Hooper you know not, you're not getting outraged over nothing
2: we're not blowing up yeah we're not calling for investigations yeah. we're actually probably the ones doing the investigating
3: yeah look we run an eye over you know a scenario and call it how it is mm-hmm.
2: help us understand it as well yeah.
3: you know what I mean like because the punter and the dribbler they're looking for guidance a yeah. lot of the time yeah. yeah they come to us to go Jesus how do you unpack this and we go well this is how you
2: unpack it mate
0: yeah this is what you need to be thinking when you're looking at this. Yes, exactly. exactly. Here's how to,
2: you know, run a professional eye over it. But not I think athletes, as well, but- we try and
3: we try and talk about it how we well how Tom and I talk about it but it's sort of like I think it's a reflection of how most people see any scenario or situation when it comes to sports stars right like we talk about it how people at the pub talk about things whereas James Hooper like they I feel sometimes they put it on a lot and they get offended yeah. because they think they need to get offended and it's all a bit fucking fake to me a bit too deep
1: yeah. no that fucking Hooper he goes around and acts like he's never been at a kick on and tried to get yeah like fucking give it a rest you mate know I mean? you know what I mean yeah a, a, lot a, a lot of them don't have a lot of empathy for
2: the for the rugby league player or the athlete in general. We yeah. try to provide a little bit of empathy. You look at someone like Mitch Pearce of, you know, scandal fame. He, <laughs> after a couple of scandals, so you go like, brah, yeah. Like when he when he humped that dog, I think everyone was like, listen, I'm not saying I've done it, but I might have seen someone do it a kick and be like, ho, ho, ho. Like it wasn't like he was actually trying to root a dog, right? Yeah. That was overreaction. Yeah. But he just kept doing shit and doing yeah. shit. Now you're like, listen, dude, I know the dog might have been an overreaction. Where,
0: where, where are we with Mitch? What? Like obviously there was the dog rooting. That wasn't. That might have been the first. Real no,
2: race. he got like there was one where he there was something in a nightclub with a chick. Yeah, there it, was the dog. There's, 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 a, there's a bus story that I won't go into.
3: Yeah, Oh, there's there's a, a, bus oh we story. know the bus story, yeah, the, the Bucks, bus yeah, or yeah, the, the wedding, wedding story, wedding bus yeah. story.
2: That didn't get out. Although Weidler, I think, reported on it a little bit. Yeah, you remember that um, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He it's got, it's he got in bashed the
0: bashed by a family friend on a bus to a wedding or some shit. Do your own research into that one. Do Yeah, deal, deal.
2: There's, there's a. you just like mate. You're 31. Yeah. I'm 31. At some point, you just got to stop being a fucking idiot. Yeah. And you've had that many, like, imagine having a go, like, when he had, does his press conference and he's like, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to change, I'm going to turn it around. You're like, yeah, but, like, you're not, though, are yeah.
0: you?
2: <laughs> or at least based off current history. Very reasonably, people can throw out sort of the mental health side of things. But you go, also, though, like, personal responsibility is yeah, yeah. also a thing. Though. Yeah, like, yeah. mental health is absolutely a thing, but per- being an adult – like, because you've got depression or whatever you might have, doesn't mean you can just go and be a
0: cunt. Yeah, for sure. Yep. There's a couple ornaments to the game of rugby league that you guys speak about. Mitch Pierce probably isn't one of them, like, as you said. He didn't probably from
2: teach. an off-season standpoint. Mitch, you know, certainly working his way into yeah. that. Like, but even
0: his scandals are just not good enough. Like even no, his scandals yeah. are underwhelming. Yeah, yeah. They're, like, they're disappointing, well, but they're not fucking. He's he's
2: explosive. always he's a mainstay without being maybe
1: in sort of the award show contention. Yeah, like I think in that sort of realm, it is going to be hard to get past. You know, your Ryan Girdler's, your Julian O'Neill's. Look, he's not going to win a Logie. No, no, he's definitely not winning a Logie for off-season performance. But there, you know, he's
2: again, he's he's dependable. Yeah, he's you can set your watch to him in an yeah. off-season. Mm-hmm. Like Hopewadi. Now there's now there's an ornament to the game. Mm. There's yeah. someone who, you know, whether he's doing it on purpose or whether he's just got sort of a subconscious commitment to sort of to outlandish behaviour. The man is a content machine. Mm-hmm. He's anti-COVID. He's Pro he's anti establishment. <laughs> he's one of the great followers on Instagram, John Hopawadi, I'll say that. He's a
0: rebel without a clue.
2: Yes. What's
0: can you tell us, speaking of the P's and D, the punters and dribblers, they have they, they weren't sicked onto Hopper. This is a, something that's developed organically among your fan base and your listenership. Yes. There is something happening right now with John Hoppawadi's Instagram that well, may or may not involve your community. Yeah, look, so certainly not
2: by any means was there something that we called for but <laughs> i'm here for it was one of them basically is sharing a lot of anti-covid pro-trump yeah. conspiracy rhetoric on his instagram first question i would ask john is what's his obsession with american politics but yeah. that's sort of like <laughs> by the hang by
0: hang bill Gates. yeah
2: yeah yeah um <laughs> Yeah, he's pretty passionate. <laughs> he's very passionate. Very yeah. passionate. But so, like, we, you know, we've got a page on Instagram, the punters and dribblers, and it's just sort of where, like, we don't even really we're not we don't do too much in there. It's just the sort of the P's and D's sharing all their shit. Yeah, and one of them was just like, I'm sending Hopawadi fake COVID information. <laughs>
3: But set him up as well. Yep. Like, listen, I've got some information you might be interested in. I'll, I'll come back they're here at 7pm and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're trying to silence 7 me. 7 I can't
2: share it on my own Instagram because they're going to take it down. <laughs> so I can only send it here. And he sent him something like...
0: And, it, and Hopper sent back 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100. <laughs> Thanks, brah.
2: But then... And so, like, listen. I don't think... Like, the guy, I think, ended up feeling bad as well because he sent Hopper all his fucking bullshit information about mail-in ballots going to like the the, oh, the, the military troops, one was the big troops one, in the yeah, Middle yeah, East and the it's the like they Persian got gold. 2 million ballots that never came back there's only 30,000 troops in fucking but then Hopper like sent him like a Merry Christmas message and shit and was like hope your family's well and he's like I can't help but feel a bit bad about <laughs> oh, God, sending a, off a fake he's messages a
0: yeah I mean it's not no more as fake as the shit he would share anyway <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah I mean you've got you've got a lot to work with in rugby league particularly cricket as well is starting yeah. to get we're starting to see after a quite a woman's day friendly era of cricket, I guess, over the last five to ten years, starting to see a few more characters popping up now.
2: Yeah, before, except that before then that they, was get, like they get they beaten down by Warnian and, yeah. and there's and always Simon's.
3: been there's always been a little bit of scandal, like when Gary sort of, you know, Got a new woman. That was yeah. that was the thing with I think yeah. right, with cricket front page there material. Is the
2: wags, the wags, <laughs> Kylie 11, Clark, the wags in cricket get more coverage than any wags uh, in any sport in the yeah. country. Well, yeah.
3: shit. Well, if you're married or a partner to the Australian cr- cricket captain, then that's the highest wag position in the land. Yes. Yeah. And with that comes a lot of responsibility.
2: Correct. And Bonnie Payne does it with a plum. Shout does. out to her.
3: Shout out to Bonnie. But
2: look, cricket, cricket scandals, not as not as glory hole esque as your rugby league, right? You're never going to see no. that, I don't think.
1: Well, I just think, you know, going back to a metric that you guys came up with a few seasons ago is like, you know, it is on the scale of flashiness, the flashier the wag, the more trouble you have. Yes. Has the standard of flash in the Australian cricket team wag gone a Bit less flashy. Yeah.
2: I think it certainly has gone less flashy in the sense that they all seem to be like beautiful, lovely, decent women as opposed to like, you know, daily male types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, so the flashier
0: the wag, more trouble. No rabbit yeah. wags in the cricket team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Uh, but what is happening now at the Australian cricket side? Who would you say is impressing you? Personality-wise, as the young fellas. Well, we we're talking about this the other day. Tim Payne is getting a lot of shit at the moment, mm. and we
3: can t- we can probably touch on that. But Tim Payne sort of walked into the side under a cloud of doubt. Obviously, there was the whole cheating scandal, which we yep. went on over you know what was a couple of years ago. Now, yeah. mm. straight didn't know where it was going, a bit directionless. Justin Langer comes in, Tim Payne, who everyone knew could keep, but didn't fucking know anything about. Like, Jesus, yeah. kid looks like he's eight years old. You know what yeah. I mean? No one knew that he was a.
2: Almost an alpha, which he's no, turned out to be a leader of men. It was an arranged marriage. I was like, I don't know who this guy is. Yeah, I'm not about to call you my captain. But in the last
3: couple of years, I've learned to love him. Like, if anyone saw the yeah. test documentary on Amazon Prime, I think it's now on, I think you can watch it elsewhere. Yeah. Anyway, that's by the way. You're just like, this bloke is a fucking leader of men. Like, I'm all about him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. How he treats, how he talks to the, the other players,
2: how he talks to the media. He's sledging at times, has been. Sick. But what? then, like, but then, and this is what's wonderful about, I think it's wonderful about cricket in general, right? It's just how seriously everyone takes it. And not only like the sort of the four hour breakdowns in between or post game analysis of like what happens to the captaincy when Tim goes, but like he has one bad game, bad test where he loses his cool in what was one of the fucking great draws from India. Like, as if you're not going to lose your cool and you've got the game in the bag, and then India just come out and f- Hardly like fight their way to a draw, and he loses yeah. his cool, talks a bit of shit, and everyone's like, fucking disgrace. He you talked a little bit of shit. He called him a dickhead, yeah. and he probably is. Exa- yeah, he's probably speaking from some level of
3: experience. Look, look, whose side are you taking? I'm taking my captain's. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know what I mean? But yep. there's one thing about that I didn't really like is when he said, wait until we get you up into Brisbane. Yeah. Because at that moment, he would basically conceded the fact that we were going to have a draw. Yeah. Which I don't like.
2: No, I'm with you there. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, it,
1: if he was giving him a bit of lip, you know, Tim, just throw the ball back to Pat, tell him to come around the wicket and just try and hit them. Mm. Try, like in the face, yeah. ribs, yeah, yeah, yeah. hurt them, everything. Yeah, just injure Yeah, just yeah. say, look, I've sincerely had enough of you being here and you talking to me. Mm. So I'm going to go and stand about 30 metres that way. I'm going to put on my strike
0: bowlers and I'm going to tell them to come around
1: the wicket at you. There you and go. just bounce you all and day just long. Bounce, yeah. you. bounce you out of the game. And Look, I know,
0: agree with that. Michael Clarke didn't really know how to swear, but he did know how to do exactly what you're saying, Earl, which was when he said, yeah. get ready for a broken, broken fucking arm.
3: That is replayed time and time and time yeah. and time again. People fucking love didn't that Didn't
0: deliver shit. it well. It should be get ready for a fucking broken arm. Get ready Look, for a he, I'm not saying he now delivery, yeah. but the point is <laughs> no. there, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. People
1: loved it. Yeah, absolutely. But so these are all things though I think that Steve Smith can't do. I don't Steve Smith's not people. No, he beep is a great batsman. He should be bowling more. Great and singer. he should be a great singer. Yeah, he's not bowled standing at gully at and just being there as like a bouncing board for the captain.
2: Mm. I don't know like, who the hell comes into
3: we were, we were, they were talking about that the other day on ABC Grandstand and it was a very serious topic and I loved yeah. how serious it was. Yeah. They're like, who comes in after Tim? And they're talking about Steve and is Steve the right fit and would Steve even want to do it? And they're just going into all this sort of detail. And But I, my opinion is simply that if you turn your eye on the behavior going on in South Africa, like if you don't even address it, which apparently he didn't. And again, this is all alleged. If you're that sort of captain, I don't. I just don't think that you're up to it no. personally. No. And I think that he's better off just focusing on scoring mountains of runs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Take yeah. that pressure away from him and go. Go out there and sit, just hit two hundreds, three hundreds. Average hundred every series. Like, the problem though I'm is that Tim Payne's
2: that. about forty, and so when he goes, there's not but exactly do you, but someone. Do you think unless you leader of men... On. Unless you listen to Warnie, who says Travis Head's the fucking next captain of Australia, despite scoring runs for the country, I don't know who else goes in. Anyway, look, I feel like we can get all ABC Grandstand and break it down. Yeah. No, he's not a leader of men, but he might be half. Like he might have to be a stopgap, like get him back in there just till we see someone like You Can't we bring him free. back.
0: You can't. You can't do that. I don't you know. You can't bring him back for a little bit. It'd have to be. Well, no, he's either well, back yeah. or he's not. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're not like, you yeah.
2: your back is a stopgap.
0: Yeah. Well, no, but you wouldn't call
2: it a stopgap. <laughs> but you kind of have to, right? Until you can bring someone through.
0: Yeah. Or they could go to the Penrith Panthers model, where they well, have five captains. Well, well I don't think. But see, the apple you
1: just can't have a person who is a bowler as your test captain because they they break down too much. I mean, who who was the last fastish bowler that you think has a test captain cap? I, would need, I wouldn't even have a clue. It, it's Shane Watson, okay? He captained for one test,
2: and he's not even really—he's an all rounder. He's an
1: all rounder right. before Good that. Interest, boy. I mean, in terms of in terms of bowling, I mean,
2: no. Like, but other characters in the game, I mean, like there's. Bob Marnus is a. Marnus is a weird little character coming through, right? Like, he's he's yeah. he's quirky, strange. He's not like a uh, a brash or like, he's not like attitude character. He's more like, oh, this guy's weird as yeah. shit. Been I don't spending a lot I'd, of time with Smudge.
1: Like those I'd, leaves. Yeah, I don't know enough leaves. about He's minus. surely learnt them off Smudge. I <laughs> yeah. just don't know him well enough.
2: No, he's just a strange dude, but I don't Cricket
0: mind cr- Cricketers are we we weird. We need to, he's yeah, like we need a to a dispel test Michael this myth Now, mate, not you know? since yeah. fucking Tomo and Lily has there been like a cricketer that we, we can relate to like a footballer. Cricketers been, aren't, cricketers not aren't since, cool. Not since the 70s. They are all... Even Warnie, and we've mythologised Warnie to the very end, is one of the weirdest men in Australian yeah. public But Warnie... Life. Warnie yeah. and... I think, like, I
2: think everyone
3: will admit it's getting weirder and weirder. Yeah. Like, the further yeah. he yeah. gets away from his illustrious career, yeah. you know, the shine yeah. comes off or... or yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The, 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 the shine of, like, like the, the, uh, this is the know.
2: Lothario who just chonged birds and, and took yeah. test wickets. Took test wickets. So you're like, oh, no, this guy's actually... As, he's a strange character and... He's good
0: at two things, yeah. poker and cricket.
2: Yeah, and like how worried he is about and his char- hair and, char- and, and he tricks. wears the Peaky Blinders hat and pretends like it's just because he loves the show. And it's <laughs> like, bro, you know no one believes that though, right? Like, yeah. You know
1: that. I reckon if I went to a, a kick-on at Warnie's house after a big day, I reckon I'd be there for half an hour.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Mate, yeah. he's got a muriel in his house, that yeah. he's trying to sell. And can't. I would he's go and like look a, at all of a, a naked the shit. Angelina Jolie. He's all got a like, nightclub.
1: He's got everyone, no, like his here's here's a stump from the '99 World Cup final, mate. Fucking hold it! I'm like, this is great, Warney, but I've I've got to go. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm Warnie. sorry. Yeah, no, I've got to I've got to get out of here, yeah. bro. Sorry, but man. They're,
0: they're all weirdos. I mean, Darren Lehman was, I guess, a bit of a kind of yobbo. And the last true kind of although J L he was from Adelaide.
2: Well, J L does Zendo Kai, which is yeah. not a martial art that anyone understands. So that's mm. kind of weird. Yeah. That is a
1: weird thing. But he, he could kick you in the head,
2: though. Oh, he could kick yeah. my, kick my head clean off. Like yeah. punters from Tassie, but you know. yeah. Was it who was telling us the other day? Punter apparently weird. worth fifty million.
1: Yeah, who, yeah, um, he is. Who, was, who that? was that? I, I can't
2: remember. Someone on our podcast. Yeah, Someone he loves in. cash,
0: mate, mate. he loves. Yeah, but, it. I mean, who doesn't? But like it. fifty million. No, but mate, I've um, heard that. Clark too. could be the same. Obviously, Clark makes more sense because he was IPL era, so he could have cashed in on like like two seasons with the Rajasthan. Fucking. Well, players, yeah, yeah even still, that's fifty that's million. Is, Clark, is Clark like could be eighty.
3: Nah. No. Yeah. no way No way
1: Nah 10 His misses yeah but not Clark Nah Pup What's Pup 10 Fuck he I would If we'll he's up. lucky I'd be shocked Pup's
2: still waxing his body Within an inch of its life Post career I think he'd be He'd be a laser guy Oh you reckon he's yeah, a laser man Yeah, laser yeah he doesn't have time to wax Or nah. well,
3: maybe the Veet Moose No nah. <laughs> Look if he's a Veet Moose guy I'm, I'm not here right, pup, oh, He's a,
0: <laughs> sorry, he's I, a laser I, guy I, I overestimated there Pup yeah. is 22 M's
2: that's still
3: that's still
1: really. There's still good.
2: a lot of M's. What's mm. Ricky?
1: What is? What's Google say? Ricky is? Ricky's about fifty, but he's got a lot of he. Fifty like, to ninety. They reckon. He's he's what he's, the he's a good is
0: investor. He doing? Yeah, so, well, he'd have to. So clearly,
1: he is.
3: They're weirdos. He's also
0: sportsmen in bronze, aren't so, yeah. meant to be yeah. worth money in retirement. they not to, in Australia anyway. No, no they're meant to You're go broke. to Own it on yeah. the way up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Spend it on toys. Exactly.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, that's the sort of what I would have expected
3: for Pup. Toys and extracurricular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Pups also um, a employed a heavy, dollars. heavy gym regimen post career. He's mm. he's now like jacked. I'm not inferring any sort of steroid. Yeah. But he's pretty swole for a man that was just sort of like a, you know, mm. so so sort of athlete uh, physically. So, it yeah.
1: says here that Ricky Ponting's his first big big venture since retiring fucking ages ago is ponting wines that's his f- that's not a that couple that's his first but is that big his venture. own one where he sort I'd of I'd like, say that that's the first time he's having things, a pun on himself I but, think he's kept things quiet then yeah he's selling I think, that to well, indians i think he's probably just been you know adhering Billion to indians you know wine, the warren buffett school of investing where you just you, you live a pretty humble lifestyle but you just Continually reinvest mm. most of what you make, and then you know it just it 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 snowballs to the point where you know you, you're like Warren, and, and you're worth a couple of strong bees. Strong bees. Well, oh,
2: was strong punter's B's. probably spent most of his money on his hair
1: because P- that's come Punter, back. Yeah, well, I
2: better probably
3: evidence the fact that he's made a lot of money because yeah. his hair is doing pretty well. Well, it looks it it looks
2: as good as it's ever looked.
3: Financial ever
0: security looked. is key good for the hair to being follicly gifted.
2: Yep. I
3: tell you Unless who is the gifted?
0: Steve Jobs.
3: Young and Will Pekowski, Valet, the Balkan yeah. Bulldog. Well, he's got an incredible head of hair. And yeah. He certainly
1: he looks like in ball. the
0: pancreas department. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're still on you a Steve have Jobs. I <laughs> you know, think i the pancreas cancer <laughs> joke. But yes, uh, the Balkan Bulldog. Will Pukowski, the Balkan Bulldog, uh, he is follically gifted. Yes, yes, and and
2: and a private school boy, which is pretty rare. Is but he really? That is fucking yeah. rare. I mean, probably not like,
1: since Ed Cowan.
2: But there's really a lot rare, of rhetoric in cricket about like it being sort of the rich man's game and yeah. the upper class game and all that. But same it's, same like, as it's golf in Australia. It's actually it's, all it's yeah. actually
0: No, God like the
2: the private school. Cricketers are few and far between.
0: But you see, in New South Wales, they have this thing which a lot of people forget about. Obviously, the private schools have these hardcore programs where, you know, kids will go through hydrobolic chambers and whatever and they'll come yeah. out and end up playing for <laughs> <a little laughs> rabbit Hydroponic chambers. Yeah, hydroponic chambers. <laughs> they grow them. But in New South Wales, what a lot of people forget, and they, it's not the case in Queensland, is they have these sports high schools. Oh, yeah. 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 Like Matraville, you know, are, I mean. Endeavour. Endeavour. Like a lot of these. Kids came out of these schools where it's, it is basically a conveyor belt.
1: Dude, just
2: to jump onto, like, it's a different sport, but I don't know what the, the school was in Queensland, but one team, I'm pretty sure, had Payne Haas, David Fafita, and Tino Far are Awi, in the same fucking side. Uh, I would like, have been
0: Miami... High or yeah. Kibra Park might have be been Kier
2: Park, yeah, Kiber, yeah. where you're like, holy shit, yeah. that would have been the most intimidating experience for anyone else. But you're like, these 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 schools are actually where that where the yeah, Australia's yeah. athletes and, come and from. And
0: league, like the schoolboy league in the public school system in Queensland's red hot. The Ipswich yeah. State High Rugby League program would probably be one of the best in Queensland behind Red Hill. It's like Australia's Friday yep. Night Lights. Sort of. yes. Yeah,
3: I heard it ruined. Junior Rugby League a little bit in New South Wales, the sports high school, because... No one wanted to play because they're like, mm. we don't want to go play fucking matchable bloody high today and yeah. just get absolutely pounded in the There was nothing earth. more
2: intimidating <laughs> as a young rugby – or like a young footy player and you come up against some absolute monster mm. and you're like, oh, well, I'm just – I'm yeah. going to lose here. Man, yeah, children, You'd have one go goal and he'd bump you off and yeah. you go, right, and you go, well, well what the fuck, this guy's f- f- going to f- score f- fucking six eight eight fucking minutes. tries. Yeah. I'd love to – and we were saying this in the podcast – love to do like a follow-up expose on the man-child who – was like an eight-try game operator in of 13, now? 14. Where is he now? What's and he doing? He was
0: in the Victorian comp, that kid. Are we talking about the same? No,
2: I'm just saying I'm in, general, in general. In the, general. The, I remember one man-child that was in like, he was the biggest dude in our year at school, animal, bit of a bully, but that's not important. And then we went back for our sort of year 12 <laughs> reunion and it was like he's the smallest guy there and you're like, oh, shit, this yeah. is the
0: follow-up to the man-child. Mm. Yeah. Some some man child stay that way though. Some stay king of the jungle. Oh yeah, it's particularly those young islander boys. Like when they, they certainly
2: maintain their man They man-child. maintain
0: Bam Bam Tui Vases. Perfect. You've seen, we've seen the photos of him as a young bloke just ruining. A lovely weekend for a couple little mm. par-lungy white boys, <laughs> fucking just getting folded out there in Mount Druid. and then he stays big. You know yes. what I mean? But for the uh, you know for the for the run of the mill man child that we we remember, it white was just boy, the guy. It was usually. the guy that went through puberty first. Yes, that correct. was the man child. Yeah. Um, of course, you know Australia's demographics have changed, and now we have a bit more size in the junior ranks. Yeah, Ooh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So if we could go back to Pikovsky.
1: <laughs> For a second here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. sure how we got there. Obviously won the Allen Border Medal last year. But you know
2: The Allen Border Medal? Yeah. Mm. Isn't the Alan Border Medal or the is he a- called the Australian? Oh sorry, Borda sorry Borda no, 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 no,
1: no, no. He he won the Bradman Young yeah. cricketer the year right. at the A B. Sorry. The A B still goes that.
3: to the winner. Yeah. yeah.
1: What do you think Alan Border would think of him? He is injured at the moment. He... But it is a bit of a dubious injury, and when you become endowed with the baggy grain, you know it is an office of sport that transcends a lot of injuries. Mm. Where you've got players for a long time have been that they've been playing with injuries that have otherwise kept them out of the game. But do you think that Alan Border would be disappointed in Will? I mean, look, I think Alan Border would be disappointed in probably most players
2: of the modern era, right? Like, too yeah. many emotions. Well, too many emotions, you know, not enough don't sort drink of ticker, don't drink enough piss, not, not, not enough facial hair. Yeah. yeah. He'd probably like Pekovsky's hair, but, like, I think also it's probably taken out of the players' hands a little bit these days with, like, mm-hmm. high-performance managers and shit where they're just like, nah, you got your shoulders injured, you're not playing. They Whereas, wrap like- the
3: young blokes up as well. And the young blokes seem to break down a lot, which you sort of notice when you get older. Yeah, like mm. all the young like Pat Cummins used to break down every other day. And now when you're a bit of age, bit of like You grow
2: into your body. He grows yeah.
3: into his body, you harden a little bit yeah. and now he's bowling his ass off every game. So yeah. hopefully with Will, it's a little bit of yeah, bit young, bit fragile, and he'll become a man. A man. But with yeah. plenty so of A B about it. Is, is that a result Because we need of being someone athletes. like him in the setup
0: or is that a result of being professional athletes? Because they I mean I don't know when What year it would have been, or what era it would have been, when cricketers were able to just become cricketers for a living, but most of them were farm strong, twenty-two year old blokes who would work lifting bales. Yeah, they'd be look. Not to
2: insert myself into this sort of conversation, but I play cricket every weekend, and I'm injured, just sort of as a as a feature of being thirty-one and having a bad back and shin splints. Uh, And and I just managed to get out there and do the damn thing, you know. I just go fuck it. Maybe I am. Maybe I am on strict bed rest for the following week yeah. after hitting a brave fifty in the last man standing competition. But I. But I'm ready for the next week. You yeah, know?
0: I mean that's what the Australian cricketers need to learn. They need to take a little bit of Div six, um, seven, Div seven, last man standing approach approach to it. Yeah. Um, just, just—it's probably a happy
3: medium that needs to be reached. You're yeah. right. Like mm-hmm. at the moment, it's gone too far the other way. Like, oop, you got a niggle rest it. Yeah. Like, mate, there's one more test in the series. Let's yeah. let's be fair, to We're gonna needle win it. you up. Yeah. Needle yeah. him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah, is it's... this is game three. Yeah, essentially.
0: Tape. Yeah, sticks and tape. Just.
3: It's one all, mate. It's one Going all. We need to win arsenal. this thing. Now we got Travis yeah. head in there.
2: Who look, I'm cool with, but like, I'd be needling up. Yeah, yeah. I'd be needling up, <laughs> and
3: it sets a good example. Listen. Fucking and won't be tolerated.
2: <laughs> Get in there and rip. Ignore the injury. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. pl- your <laughs> body breaks <laughs> down, you fucking coward. Induce long-term injury, you <laughs> soft cut. What are you doing? <laughs>
3: Get the series on the line. Yeah, so you so can some- sleep when you're retired.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Having listened to uh, this Hello Sport podcast of yours a few times, Tell me more about this Last Man Stands competition because from what I'm led to believe, you you have to retire at 50. They force you to retire at 50, but your average in the competition since you've started is 60.8. How does Look, that work? I appreciate
2: you bringing that up and that was purely unprompted. I must I must point that out. Last Man Standing, at 2020 it's competition. In <laughs> I do average 60. I appreciate you bringing it up, but I actually last season averaged 150. So that's just... How the hell does that work? Because if you don't get out... Then you score like so if I don't get out two weeks in a row, I'll basically hit a hundred.
1: Yep. You know? Right.
2: And I'd rarely get out.
1: And the next <laughs> highest one in the team is a gentleman named Will who's got an average of twenty three. Yeah,
2: look. I so mean So
1: is it fair to say that you're carrying this team at the moment?
2: Look, I don't like to use those terms. Errol, sorry, but um <laughs> yes, technically that is the only way you could mm-hmm. you could uh, I mean, like you know, numbers speak They're for themselves, don't right? So okay. numbers speak from themselves, but I'm a team man. Some have sort of theorised whether there's like an element of has Bradman come down and sort of taken over my body, and I'm not sure. Well, looking
0: at those numbers, you know, it's
2: hard to argue. But yeah. again, like I'm not a sign. If scientist. Bradman
0: averaged sixty
3: in Div Seven, we we'd all be pretty <laughs> fucking worried, wouldn't we? Yeah. I mean. Well,
2: it's been only, it's, you, average, you average what you're allowed to average, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, what, wait, wait. Know, what nature? What, what would have Don Bradman been if he wasn't the greatest cricketer of all time?
2: As in, like, in life?
1: Yeah, I reckon he would be a creepy priest.
0: Well, it's like that Bill Burr. <laughs> it's like that Bill Burr gag where it's like. A creepy priest, like possibly. Bill yeah. Burr had the joke where it was like, we shouldn't, like, let's not be too harsh on Lance Armstrong. You know, and it's the same with Bradman, I guess. He was like, if we didn't have this man on a bike, he was such a narcissist, he was such a psycho. If Lance Armstrong wasn't on a bike, keep him on a bike because he would be polluting the oceans with poison and barrels of... If yeah. like, He'd be yeah, a corporate yeah, yeah, villain, yeah, yeah. you know? He'd yeah, be yeah. like... He'd be... Lance Armstrong, and I imagine Bradman would be the same if we didn't put a bat in his hand, would have been like the bad guys in Captain Planet. Like, yes, absolute like Captain villains.
2: Captain Pollution was the bad guy in Captain Planet, yeah, wasn't
0: he? Yeah. Well... Mm. It, that feels right. Yeah. yeah.
2: No, that's absolutely that's true. So look, I mean, maybe and that's we're you. all, and that's me basically. You, you didn't exactly. ever
0: want to be a role model, dude.
2: I didn't exactly. That's not what I'm here for. I'm just here <laughs> to score runs for my Div Seven side, carry us to an unlikely premiership. We don't win very often, so
1: we'll see. Right. <laughs>
2: anyway. <laughs> shout right. out to yeah. Shout so out so, to so the, well, uh, well,
1: you know, you, you you do have a win rate of nineteen point three five percent. Jesus, creeping so. up. So basically, you could say that your cricket team is, is basically the Bangladesh of, of this competition.
2: Yes, correct. And yeah. so I guess, I mean, you know, but, but improving... What an honour.
1: Can, can and will knock off the, the big boys once in a while. Yeah, you pull but, off a historic but win. usually content to, you know, getting flogged by New Zealand. Every,
2: every Sunday. We're yeah. just happy to be there, you know. It's, it's not about the wins as... And to quote uh, some good friends of ours, the great cricketer... A good score in a losing side is far better than a good score in a winning side, right? Because yeah. you yeah. walk out of there going, "Well, I've done my job."
0: Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and for those listening at home, at the forty-minute mark, this is officially dribble. <laughs> yeah. You want to know what dribble is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is it. This <laughs> is it. I, and I
3: sort of, I felt like it might come to the fore during, yeah. the, during yeah. the space of time.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Well, the Glory has. Hole was mentioned pretty early in well, the podcast I just and I've just go... dropped it in like every sort of
0: 10 minutes. I just bring it back to that. Yeah. That was a sensational, I mean, just to finish on the Glory Hole again, that was a sensational rugby league scandal because it was so very much what we were looking at. You know what I mean? There was no, nothing about that that wasn't what we were looking at. There was uh, no hidden angles. Air. We were looking at it. This was based, yeah. concentrated rugby league and- It was pure. It's mm. pure and we're just like, it's happening yeah that's this is what's happened this This is is no one's really and
2: like there's no you could have had nothing else happen in the entire off season Mm. and that one glory hole scene sort of has
0: nice production on that pornography by the way like they well, no, must have I had mean, a lighting crew and shit. yeah. Look, yeah I, I mean, think was, there was a small crew. There was a skeleton yeah. there crew. There was a skeleton
3: of- crew, I think. Mm. And look, Kurt's gone the big lift for the off-season. I think that we've, we've theorised that's probably why it's a little bit quieter. Look, we've still got in a month and a half. got another, what, yeah. six weeks, I think, to a kick-off. So
0: there's time. There's plenty so of time after the uh, Indigenous All Stars match. We will get the boys back in here, and we'll do yep. that annual podcast we do, where we rattle off the scandals. The scandals we'll we've, we've them held down. back today, but you know we'll find them if we really dig around. Oh, mate, no, there's, there's, no, no. There's no. a few there. Don't
3: you? Don't you worry. There's there's
0: plenty out there. There's okay. still some there. You
3: could you could fill an hour.
0: Yeah. Comfortably. Okay. Well, we've managed to fill an hour with dribble, and <laughs> it's great to have you boys back on. We'll do it again in a month uh, yep. when rugby league season kicks off and. Uh, the soap opera that is Begins uh, Cricket's been great But um, I think we're ready for um, You know Boyd Cordner to Get knocked out one more time And then retire and, uh, and And there's all There's a lot to come this year So It's all gonna be yeah, <laughs> Spoken like a true Queensland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well, look mean, There's so a yeah. Bring back Dane Cordner <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Watch out Feedy brother <laughs> Yeah, look, thank you very much for having us. It's always a pleasure Cheers, to come boys. in here and shoot the shit. Uh, <laughs> good luck to whoever's editing this one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a young fella outside. He'll be right.
2: <laughs> He'll be right, yeah. Bye bye.